Next week in Geneva, Switzerland, members of the World Health Organization, which was founded on the principles of establishing a one-world government, will be voting to give themselves worldwide authority when it comes to official international health emergencies. The same World Health Organization who praised Communist China's extreme authoritarian lockdown against the Chinese people, who suggested forcibly separating families to quarantine them. In most parts of the world, <clears throat> due to lockdown, most of the transmission that's actually happening in many countries now is happening in the household, at family level. In some senses, transmission has been taken off the streets and pushed back into family units. Now we need to go and look in families to find those people who may be sick and remove them and isolate them in a, in a safe and dignified manner. And who was caught faking the H1N1 pandemic in 2010. The same World Health Organization run by Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, who's been working with the Clinton Foundation and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation since 2007 who said that the lockdowns will never end. I repeat, there will be no return to the old normal for the foreseeable future. And that the war in Ukraine was getting massive attention as a result of bias against black lives. The U.S. government is in full support of this new U.N. treaty with the WHO and has submitted 13 amendments, which will be voted on next week, that will give the WHO international authority on lockdowns, forced quarantines, and forced vaccinations. According to constitutional lawyer Robert Barnes, none of this is legally binding until a treaty is approved by the U.S. Senate. But the law hasn't been stopping these criminals from committing crimes against humanity so far. And if they plan on staying in power, they are going to have to bring back the lockdowns and the ballot harvesting mules. So we know it's coming, and it will soon be climate lockdowns to go with their climate migration. People are waking up, but the UN's agenda is aggressively pressing forward. The United Nations is meeting this week with members of the Mayor's Migration Council, which is comprised of nine mayors from nine different cities throughout the world, including Eric Garcetti of Los Angeles, California. The Mayor's Migration Council is funded by George Soros's Open Society Foundations, sponsored by the Rockefeller Foundation and partnered with the United Nations. And their stated goal is pretty clear. They want to grant mayors the ability to bypass state and federal government when it comes to what they call climate migration and go straight to international organizations for resources. They are inviting all interested mayors or senior city staff members to contact them at contact at mayorsmigrationcouncil.org to learn how to engage with the international system and learn how to get funding and boots on the ground support. This all sounds completely illegal, but who's gonna stop them? There is no longer any justice in America. So expect more lockdowns as the food supply diminishes and the population around you surges with hungry foreign migrants. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael.
Welcome, welcome. It is May 21st, 2022. I am your host, Joshua Michael with Non-Compliant America. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you very much for joining us on this lovely Saturday uh, here. It is a beautiful day. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Um, And so we are very excited to be bringing you the lovely news. There is a lot of housekeeping and a lot of things that I need to catch up on. And a lot of things I need to catch all of you listeners up on uh, with what's been happening and where things have gone and how quickly things are transpiring week by week now. It's unbelievable the things that uh, we're talking about last week. Suddenly now we're in it this week and uh, how quickly things are escalating, how quickly things are changing. The global cabals that have their grasp on the population are losing their grasp. And so they're escalating things. They're doubling down. They're pushing things even further, uh, way outside of their control and hope to gaslight us enough to get us to go back to sleep or fall back in line. And we know that that is not happening. Uh, In fact, it's doing the exact opposite. People are waking up even faster. So our uh, showcase of the 2,000 mules that we did at the Honky Tonk this past week was a success. There were people crammed into that building. I don't think we could fit any more people. We actually had a couple of people leave. It was so packed. Um, There were like sardines in there, people super eager to support uh, this historic film uh, about exposing what happened in 2020 with election fraud. Now, this was only one angle of it, and I don't know if you guys have had a chance to see it. (coughs) Excuse me. If you've had a chance to see it yet, but it's a powerful documentary, and we are looking to do another one here in the next couple weeks. I don't have a set date yet, but it'll likely be two Mondays from now, which is uh, the 6th of June or the 30th of May. So mark that on your calendars. If you guys missed it and you did not get to come uh, showcase that premiere, I am in direct contact with Dinesh's team uh, and they will allow us to showcase it again. Okay, enough with that. Thank you guys very much for your participation and listening to this podcast. If you want to subscribe, you can go to noncompliantamerica.com and subscribe to my podcast right now. Go ahead and click on that button. Uh, pull that up in your screen. It can be on an iPhone, Android, anything. We need your subscriptions and we need your support. I have a lot of advertisers that I'm talking to um, to get and help elevate this show. And the more you push this out, the more you can spread the word, the better uh, it is for all of us. Um, because this messaging, I believe, is very, very important in the beacon of light here in the one of the darkest armpits of this country uh, which is Oregon, which we are in a captured state, which is formerly state of Oregon, uh, currently known as FEMA Region 10. Okay, so that's enough uh, uh, That's enough of the housekeeping. What I want to get into is this report that I was playing uh, by Greg Reese. It is so powerful, and it goes in tandem with what we've been talking about with how they are going to initiate this next lockdown due to, quote, the midterm variant is what I like to call it. The midterm variant, uh, it's going to be a combination of riots, famine, uh, potential power outages, and all these other things that are going to try to get us to go back to sleep to where we're unable to vote because we're too busy worrying about our own individual lives because we're consumed by chaos. And that's the only way these guys are going to be able to get this to win because there is a huge, huge red wave with turnout. Now, don't let the media fool you. Remember, 
They're saying that there wasn't a big turnout for the primaries. There was a huge turnout for the primaries. There was a giant event that we did for Mark Thielman uh, on Tuesday, and he had huge amount of support, tons and tons and tons of people. There were hundreds of people there from all walks of life ready to support their candidate and just wanting to be involved. And that's kind of the whole premise of this entire thing. If you do want to get involved, if you're interested and in, uh, we're actually looking to hire some interns on our show, contact me, jm at noncompliantamerica.com. We're getting ready to roll out our video um, and we're going to have multiple segments and kind of expand beyond the podcast of just this particular station. So if you're interested in that, reach out to me, jm at noncompliantamerica.com. Okay. City mayor is working directly with the UN as the US government surrenders authority to the World Health Organization. That is the topic of this segment. They are actively, next week, they are going to try to vote or push in a treaty to uh, uh, basically overstep all of the government regulations and all of the aspects to allow these city mayors and city workers and municipalities, just like what we talked about before, to subvert all of the normal procedures for oversight and authority and have these guys working directly with the World Health Organization. The Hydra, the head of the snake, is the World Health Organization. They are the dic- They want dictatorial power over you and your family with what you can do, what you can buy, where you can travel, everything. This treaty is an absolute disaster. And most people aren't talking about it. I know Tucker Carlson talked about it a couple days ago, which is powerful. Alex Jones is talking about it. Uh, but not too many people are talking about it, especially those Sean Hannity's out there who want to uh, divert you off and talk about the war in, war in Ukraine. I know he had, uh, you know, war hawk Lindsey Graham on his show the other day. And uh, just disgraceful. That guy's distraction. Um, I, I, I don't really support his messaging. He is a distraction. We need to talk about the real nitty and gritty that really involves and entails uh, the effects that what this bill or this treaty that they're trying to do is going to have on you and your family. We are already experiencing food shortages. Food shortages is on the way. We haven't seen it completely, but we're going to see it with the reflection of food prices. We'll see $10 a gallon gas, and that's how these guys are going to collaborate because they've already engineered. Now, keep in mind, these food shortages, gas prices, things like that is engineered. It's a manufactured collapse. They want to create a false or a real sense of scarcity. When we really don't have scarcity, it's been fabricated. How's it been fabricated? They've been shutting down meat factories, shutting down uh, distribution centers, shutting down trucks, shutting down uh, the ports, things like that. You guys remember all of this stuff that has happened incrementally over the past couple of years. Absolute disaster. If you want to conquer this country from the inside out, all you have to do is literally do what the Biden-Obama uh, regime has been doing to this country. And why did I say Biden-Obama? Because Obama's really the one running things, folks. He's really the one. He's the guy behind the scenes. Uh, there's some tea leaves out there that you can look at of some different uh, uh, events that they've done with uh, Biden and Obama in the same uh, in the same room, and you can tell very quickly that uh, Biden doesn't even know where he's at, and Obama's in the back, glad handing everybody, uh, and actually setting the bar to pushing the agenda. Plus, how do I know that? Because it feels like 2009 again. It feels like uh, you know 2011, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel like 
there's just this weird, uneasy feeling that I didn't have during the Trump administration that I had when Obama was in office. It's because they are literally destroying and actively uh, subverting the American system and all of the infrastructures and the safeties that are in place to protect us and to keep us safe and to keep us active and to keep us uh, you know, informed with what's going on. All of that stuff is trying to be subverted, but they underestimate the American system. One of the biggest standing armies in the world is the American population. We are the most heavily armed. And uh, so that's be on the lookout for that. That's going to be the next move. They need to figure out how to unarm us, which is why we're seeing these mass shootings pop up everywhere um, by these uh, white mental patients that are uh, drugged up on SSRI drugs. And, um, you know, they could be associated with uh, Rex 84 Alpha, kind of like what we talked about last show uh, with uh, William Cooper. Uh, he was talking about that back in the late 80s, early 90s on how they were going to do that. Um, so mind control programs, which were under a massive mind control experiment, the certificate of vaccination ID is here, and it's going to be pushed in through the World Health Organization system. They're going to try to subvert all the governments. We, Bill Gates is rolling out his germ warfare, germ response team. He's going to have his germ response team for the sake of the health. They're going to run uh, germ games. Remember this? They're going to be running germ games with the World Health Organization to determine how to compete and combat against the next pandemic. Lo and behold, monkeypox is here. We now have the next pandemic is right here. The midterm variant is here. It's a monkeypox. It's the climate migration. Cities uh, at the forefront. They're basically going directly to the mayors of these cities all over the world. They are not going through the federal governments. They're not collaborating through them. They're not collaborating with the state agencies. They are going straight to the core of the local grassroots movement. What does that mean? That means you need to be on the lookout for even these people that are running locally that seem uninformed uh, and not in par with what's going on. We got to understand, folks, some of these people might be co-opted. They might be your neighbor. And so we need to root these people out and expose them for what they are. Are they working in tandem with this George Soros organization? And will they go along with this World Health Organization system as it rolls out in the next future? Next segment, we'll be back. Broadcasting from the former state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. My mama was raised Welcome back in to segment two. I'm your host, Joshua Michael. Lots to get into, lots to get into. Stocks have plummeted 44% negative for the year. So the stock market is down uh, all the money that they printed suddenly uh, doesn't have any value anymore. Uh, it's crashed, especially with the GDP going down, um, unemployment's going down. You know, people are just unmotivated. I think people are starting to get scared, but also people are starting to get upset. 
and they're starting to get pissed off because they don't like what's going on. They don't like what's happening. They don't like their children's futures uh, being destroyed in front of them as well as their own. Um, and so what are we doing about it? What are we going to do about it? Are we going to let them 2,000 mules our 2022 election? Well, I don't know. I kind of feel like uh, that might have happened this uh, primary in the Republican primary. Uh, Christine Drazen um, completely just out nowhere to be found. Didn't have any involvement leading to two months uh, into the end of the election period. I think she sat back, she sat on her $3 million and just pumped that to the TV. Now, is that all it takes anymore? Is that all it takes to win an election is just sit back, get a bunch of money and put it on TV? Is that how weak-minded you guys are that where you don't get involved into the actual electoral process, you don't do any research, you don't do any uh, homework on these candidates? Because that lady has all her money from Pfizer. She is a part of the problem and she just got pushed into the primary and she'll be a disaster for the state and why will she be a disaster she will almost be a bigger disaster than tina kotek why is that because she has an r next to her name and some of the worst people and the biggest disservices to this country are people with an r next to their name because they give us a false sense of hope that they're actually going to be representing the people. At least with the Democrats, the Democratic leadership, we know where they're at and they can't hide themselves and it charges up the Republican base. So I feel like they're going to try to install Christine Drazen as the new governor just to get us all to go back to sleep and fall in line and think, oh man, we got a Republican in the office. Real change is going to happen when the reality is she's been a part of the problem for a long time. She's been a part of the problem. So don't get your hopes up that she's going to come fix things because it just overcomplicates it because she has an R next to her name. She, she, just because somebody has an R next to her name doesn't mean that they're on your team or they have your values. Now, if she would have been a real candidate, she would have been out in the mix with the people, migrating and mingling with the people. She completely ousted him. I know that she had an interview scheduled with uh, Mark Anderson from KFER on iSpy Radio. Shout out to Mark. Mark, you are awesome. He is one of the best investigative uh, radio shows around here, hands down. The guy spins hours and hours and hours and hours researching on whomever he's going to be interviewing. She canceled the day of. She canceled the day of about two months ago. Well, right around the reawaken tour. So uh, she didn't want any real media press because I think he was ready to press her on some real questions and really try to vet her out because that's what this process is about. Finding who's going to be the best acting representative. We can no longer be asleep at the wheel. We can no longer take a step back and just let these people take charge and let them dictate our lives. We need to be actively engaged. And I saw such a beautiful group of people at the 2000 Mules premiere at the Honky Tonk uh, last Monday. It was the most spectacular event that I've been to in a while besides the Reawaken Tour. And why was it? Because people were so nice, they were so grateful, they were so generous, and they're very uh, in tune with what's going on, and they're very aware and, and active in trying to prevent an oncoming and ongoing spiral downward and trying to preserve things and protect things. Now, 
I'm getting, I was supposed to have a guest on yesterday uh, to talk about the local election process with what went on at Clark County um, election polls, Marion County election polls. Uh, and he had, we had to reschedule. So I'm going to be getting him on tomorrow and I'm going to have an exclusive podcast of a long form interview uh, with some uh, boots on the ground people that were part of this election process, what happened, where all the disasters were uh, and where all the hiccups were. Um, <clears throat> you know, I do know up in Clackamas County, there was at the actual voting establishment where you turn in your ballot, there were some Bridget Barton memorabilia on the door as well as on the ballot box, which is super illegal. But once again, everybody sleep at the wheel. Um, is that really going to make a difference? I think it did. Um, not that she is the front runner for the primaries, but just a really interesting uh, thing. I think like people are getting reckless and people are just not caring as much where there's also a bunch of other people that are caring more and understanding their role that we need to take, such as getting involved in school boards, um, writing to your congressional candidates, calling them, particip participating in public forum, um, calling into the local radio shows. Eventually, you're going to be able to call into my show here live because we're going to be doing it live. And uh, just a lot of really fun things going on. Now, I know KSLM is uh, getting ready to do a huge undertaking. Uh, we're looking to possibly expand in a lot of different directions. We're going to start doing video uh, video production, podcasting in the radio station. So if that is something that you want to do and you want your voice to be heard and you got a lot to say or you have some interesting conversations or interesting people, please reach out to one of the beautiful women over at KSLM. Um, you can just contact us directly at kslm.news on the radio. So that's really exciting. And why is it so exciting? Because the messaging is getting out. People are becoming receptive to what we're doing. And we're going to amplify that and ramp it up. We're going to double down and get even more hardcore with the truth and trying to expose things with what's happening. Things like this mayor disaster uh, of these uh, mayors basically trying to subvert the American Constitution. Uh, the Mayor's Migration Council, you can look it up. It's the mayorsmigrationcouncil.org. They are literally trying to do this. <clears throat> now, the mayor of Almsville, I feel like uh, Derek Clevenger, I feel like he's part of this whole thing. And we're going to get into it uh, the next segment. Thank you very much. the truth and expose the lies. The occupied forces do not want you to hear this broadcast. Breaking through the censorship and delivering raw, unedited content, it's Joshua Michael with Non-Compliant America. You know, if you can't have fun um, doing what you're doing and enjoy your life, then, then I don't know. Uh, I'm a sucker for funk music. Uh, I'm a drummer for 20 years. 
I love music. I was in the music industry for a long time, and I just um, I really enjoy uh, you know good classical music of all accounts. And uh, so, thank you very much for joining back, Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America, and uh, we got to be able to have some fun. We got to be able to joke around. We got to be able to uh, to do that. Otherwise, what is life all about? A lot of the stuff that I talk about is really heavy and uh, it's exhausting to think about it constantly. A lot of people say, you know, uh, even my mom, my mom goes, you know, how do you, how do you, uh, you're always, every time I talk to her, she's always getting charged up with like, oh my gosh, because I'm like, yeah, they're doing this, they're doing that, and they're doing that. And even my friends are like, gosh, dude. Um, but you have to be able to navigate that and you have to be able to uh, address that stuff head on and and it might be scarier. It might seem scary. Some people are listening to this for the first time. It seems just terrifying to think, oh man, there is ha- these guys are worth trillions of dollars. They're going to come get me. Uh, and we got to be scared. We got to hide in our homes and let's just put our nose down. And keep in mind, putting your nose down and, uh, and looking away is what got us here. Because if we were a active population and actively trying to address these things, then they wouldn't be able to get away with them. They are banking on diluting the waters right now with a million different stories and a million different things to where they're oversaturating our threshold of our brain to be able to sneak some stuff in like this city mayor's uh, climate migration. It's so interesting that they call it the climate migration because... There's, there's, there, you know, they're saying that there's a migration effect or migrants are flooding here because of climate change, because the sun came out, because the sun, because uh, the earth is darkening, people are now going to be flooding here. Well, that's not true. It's because they, they shut down their industries. They shut down these third world countries. They're starving them out. These people are starving and having to get here and they're going to flood here with our borders being wide open. It's an absolute disaster nightmare. And it's all part of a plan. If you can uh, dilute the United States with third world populations completely, we won't have a leg to stand on because we'll be so overwhelmed. The lifeboat will sink. So it's all part of a plan. And they're doing that through uh, climate migration. Uh, with these mayors. So how fascinating is it that we're living in these times? How fascinating it is in 2022, we're talking about what used to be conspiracies. Now we're talking about them in the forefront and people are talking about them uh, on the news. One thing that they aren't really talking about very much um, on the news is the 2000 mules. Now, in this whole election process that we just went through with the primaries, do you think that there was any bad actors uh, in association with the voting system here in Oregon. Do you think that it's possible, right? After seeing 2,000 mules, if you haven't seen it, do you think that that's possible that that happened? I do. And that, to me, is one of the biggest issues yet to be addressed and yet to be put on the forefront. On top of all this other stuff that's going on, I really feel that the election integrity is so crucial because if we're going to be able to make these changes, we have to be able to make them at the ballot box, but we also have to be able to make them with what we decide. So it's kind of a two, 
it's it's kind of a two-ended thing. But if we don't fix the ballot box and we don't fix the issues going on with mail-in voting and don't go to a single vote system, I like the idea that Mark Thielman had, uh, which was having just a voting day. It's a holiday. Everybody takes a day off. It's a paid day, paid day off, uh, no different than Christmas. And then everybody gets to go vote. You go to a voting booth and you sit and you hang out and you vote. You need your ID and you vote. That makes sense to me. The whole uh, thing of convenience, anytime there's some type of convenience in your life, it comes with a cost. And to what cost are we willing to sacrifice for convenience? Now, it's just so interesting that we can sit in our homes, sit on our sofa, check out a box, and then go drop it off at a ballot box. And that's our participation in voting. And we trust so much beyond that that it's just going to work its way out. And there's no way that people are going to be throwing them in the garbage can. And there's no way that they're not going to, you know, oversee that. So I'm going to have some real uh, boots on the ground people out here this this tomorrow. We're going to do some interviews with some people that actually watched the entire process. Because I know a lot of you are wondering how it works. A lot of you are wondering, how do I get involved and what do I do and and how does this work? Well, these guests, they're going to be talking about what they've witnessed, what they've experienced, and how to get involved. Because I think that's going to be so crucial for this next election process coming up in November. It's going to be so crucial. And you have to get involved now. And the, the participation isn't taxing. It's, gonna, it's not going to steal your life. Um, but we have to take some time in our daily routines throughout the week to be able to actively get involved with things like this. And if you're interested in doing that, please write me, uh, jm at noncompliantamerica.com. That's jm at noncompliantamerica.com. Reach out to me and I will guide you to whichever county that you're in um, to be a poll watcher or to be a PCP or to be somebody that's involved um, and just go to these things. I'll tell you guys, it's really fascinating. It's not intimidating. Uh, it, it, it's it's really fascinating to see and experience the process. This should be sexy. People should like to do all of this stuff. Um, instead, you know, we have overstimulation with Netflix and our cell phones and everything else. And it's like, oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Days turn into weeks, turn into months, turn into years. Next thing you know, it's like, okay, well now we have another criminal in the office and oh, well, well, I guess it's not going to affect my life. But now we're seeing that it does affect your life. It affects every aspect of your life. And with this new, uh, climate regime, the mayor's migrating council, it's going to affect your life directly because they are literally coming to your town or a town near you and trying to co-opt the, uh, the leaders of your town and the muni- municipal infrastructure of your town to force you in your home, to force you to get vaccinated, to force you to show a vaccine passport Certificate of Vaccination ID, a.k.a. COVID. They're going to force you to do that. And they're going to do it at such a minute level that now's the time and the importance. And why I think they're making this move, 
why I honestly think that they're making this move, because they know, they know for a fact, the next cycle, the amount of grassroots candidates that are going to be getting involved, and after this next wave of this pandemic, lockdown, nonsense, famine, crazy chaos that's about to come, that they're already preemptively uh, showing us, they know you will realize, you will then realize at that point that there is nothing on the, there's nothing to lose anymore and you guys will go all in. You'll start running for every crack and crevice of office and we are going to recapture and recapture our states individually from a local level. That's what's going to happen. And they know that otherwise they would not be rolling this stuff out and start infiltrating at a such minute grassroots level, such as mayors. I mean, really, mayors, county commissioners, uh, school board members, those are pretty much like the beginning introductory level politician things at the, at the core and the fundamental things. Then you kind of progress up and you get into state agencies, uh, state things, then you go federal. Well, above that is like UN, World Health Organization status, which is where these people are trying to operate and basically have dictatorial powers over these different towns and cities through these infrastructures. So these, this mayor's catalyzing border, smarter uh, global action on migration council is providing a channel for these uh, local politicians who don't have all the experience, who don't have the know-how, who don't know how to navigate uh, in the global space of public grants and just the amount of corruption and stuff like that. They don't know that. So they're being inducted into that. So it's really important to vet these things out. And on the next election cycle, let's do some research and let's ask these people running for mayor. Let's ask these people, uh, you know, running in these different smaller communities, if they're aware or members of the mayor's migration council. Don't you think that that would be a great question? I personally do, because if it is, then they could potentially be uh, trying to co-op different things. So what do we do? How do we get involved? Contact me, jm at noncompliantamerica.com, jm at noncompliantamerica.com, and reach out to me and let's have a conversation. If you know some people that were poll watchers and seen some things that want to be discussed, If you saw some things in this last election cycle that you think that we need to discuss and talk about, please, 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 please forward their information to me, JM at Non-Compliant America. You're listening to KSLM 104.3 FM, 1220 AM. We'll be back. It's better to die on your feet than live on your knees. Broadcasting live, it's Joshua Michael. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. To what level are we willing to 
sacrifice for the future and for the greater good of the world and everything that we love and everything that we cherish. Dear Heavenly Father, please give me the guidance that I need to move forward and expose this and get things back to where we need them to be. I want to preserve every ounce of innocence that we can within our children and within our hearts to move forward. Amen. Get behind me, Satan. The United States has proposed amendments to the international health regulations, which would be voted by the World Health Assembly scheduled for May 22nd through the 28th. Starts tomorrow. And what do we do? How do we draw attention to this? The international health regulations are legally binding and supersedes the United States Constitution. All the nations of the world have already agreed to the existing international health regulations. They then get to determine who is and who is not deemed fit and who is sick and who is not sick. Who gets to stay in their homes? Who gets to lose their bank accounts? They're able to sanction different countries. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal power grab that's happening right in front of us. The proposed amendments will cede additional sovereignty to control and give the illegal authority over to the World Health Organization. The amendments will not require approval by the two-thirds majority of the United States Senate. If they're approved, as submitted by the United States, by a simple majority of 194 members, or excuse me, the 194 member countries of the World Assembly, countries, sorry, that doesn't make sense. These amendments would enter into force as international law. International law. Kind of like you're not supposed to experiment on your, uh, your population or use bioweapons. That kind of international law, that kind of international law that was superseded already with the COVID-19 bioweapon that was released on the world and why the people in charge that created the bioweapon are, are not in prison right now. Those are the same people organizing and collaborating with the World Health Organization trying to install this. So they're basically trying to instill their victory through dictatorial powers and superseding our governments in the entirety. The amendments will give the Director General of the World Health Organization the power to unilaterally declare a public health emergency of international concern even over the objection of the country dealing with the outbreak of the disease. Remember the germ games that Bill Gates was talking about? He were able to run germ warfare games in different countries to test the response on how they respond to the, quote, fake pandemic. Now, how are we going to know if it's a fake pandemic or a real pandemic? How are we going to know that? Well, because Bill Gates is going to tell us this is a, this is a drill. Don't worry. Those people getting extracted out of their homes is not real. That's part of a drill. Go back to sleep. Uh, take your shots. Drink your poison. Oh, and today's meat day. You get to have 
You get to have an eight-ounce piece of steak today because the World Health Organization has sanctioned you to allow to do so. That's where we're headed. They're going to merge the COVID hysteria, the COVID disease nonsense, and all the dictatorial overreach that happened with that, with the climate overreach, then it's going to be like, oh, we don't have enough resources on the planet. That's why you don't have any toilet paper on the shelves. That's why you can't get that auto part for your vehicle. And oh, guess what? Your vehicle, we just can't get a new transmission for it anymore because of climate change. Not because the COVID-19 lockdown and they killed the, the supply chain and then they devalued the currency and then they orchestrated a collapse, a financial collapse with the stock market and the crypto markets. And then they flooded third world populations into our countries and other uh, countries around the world. It won't be because of that. It will be because of climate change. Climate change will be your new God. They will be climate czars that are overseeing and looking at the weather and, oh, guys, we have a storm coming. We have a storm coming next week. So next week, you're not going to be able to leave your home and just stay in place. Yes. Oh, and then there's a new germ. There's a new germ coming out. Uh, and if, so if you see black men in black masks, uh, in big uh, artillery tanks driving around your neighborhood, don't worry, that's just a drill. That's just a drill because uh, Brian from CNN said so. And anybody that questions anything otherwise, and even if your neighbor said something otherwise or you haven't seen them for six months since the quote uh, drill and they came and pulled him away and you just haven't seen him, that's because he's working tirelessly in the background with Bill Gates to, uh, to do something. He's not locked in some ghetto somewhere. I assure you that is a straight conspiracy theory. Now, keep in mind the FEMA camps for this particular thing is already here. They've already established all of this stuff. They are preparing for this. They're preparing for a mass famine, global starvation event. And that's what I deem the midterm variant. So if you haven't got prepared, I highly, highly suggest now. And the way that you prepare is not just buying a bunch of stuff. Start learning a bunch of things. Learn how to survive. Learn and read what other people have done to do so. If you want some tips, reach me, jm at noncompliantamerica.com. I have some great books and some great things I could lead you on to uh, on how to do that, how to prepare, how to be vigilant. Uh, how to how to how to kind of move forward as we progress forward. The goal is if you can eliminate the need to have to buy everything, and just kind of be able to whittle up different things, be more crafty, handy, go to some different survivalist uh, uh, camps. I know that there's some really informative ones that you can go to. Um, and, and I'm not trying to scare you guys, but I literally think that that's, that that's what they're doing. And these guys are talking about that's what they're doing. With the stock market collapsing, uh, the, the richest people in the world suddenly aren't so rich anymore. Jeff Bezos has lost all of his gains from what he gained in the pandemic. I mean, there's a lot of things happening. 
Look at this. Five trillion wealth shock cracking Americans' nest egg. Tech stocks, longest losing streak since the dot-com bust. Crypto collapse comes from Miami coin. Mayor bet millions of tax dollars. That's interesting. So Miami's mayor backed Miami coin crypto. Then its price dropped by 95%. How in the heck did we allow that to happen? In Miami of all places. That's crazy. So... Uh, there is a ton and ton of crazy news, but the time is up. Thank you guys very much for listening. Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. We are in a battle for the future. Please reach out to me. If you have any guests that would be interested in the election integrity conversation, any medical conversations, we are here. Stay true and stay vigilant. We'll see you next week.